Welcome to Here's What I Learned, the show made for the curious. Every day offers you the chance to learn something new in life and in business. And on this show, we'll ask the questions and explore the answers to running an online business as a coach or online service provider. I'm Jackie Hayes, a launch planning consultant that helps business owners like you ask the important questions that lead to launches they love. Each week, you'll hear lessons learned by myself and other online business owners answers to your questions, and we'll just get plain old curious. If you love to learn, have a curious mind, and are always full of questions, then you'll want to stick around and take a listen. So put in those earbuds, get your morning mile started, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of Here's What I Learned. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to make sure that I invite you to the quarterly launch Planning Collective. This is a new workshop series that I am beta testing in October, and I'd love for you to join me. So what exactly is it? This is, as I said, a workshop series, but it's a little bit more than that. So there's going to be four sessions over two days that are a week apart, and I will be presenting about a 10 to 15 minute um, workshop or masterclass, and then there will be co-working time built in. One of the things that I have found is that people struggle to set aside time to work on their launch plan and planning, and this is a way for you to take what you learned in that masterclass at the start of a session and directly apply it and plan your launch, and this is the time to be planning your um, cart open in let's say Q1 of 2024, you're going to want to start that planning process now in October. So if you want to learn more about that, head on over to my website. You can find the waitlist and get signed up and join me. So let's talk about the launch lessons I have learned while being on the climbing wall. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory here. When I moved back to Des Moines in February, I knew immediately that there was a lot of things that I wanted to be participating in. When I lived out in the country, there wasn't a whole lot to do. Um, I mean, I was busy with the homestead, but as far as like getting out and doing different activities, there wasn't a lot to choose from. So when I moved back to Des Moines, I started doing all the things, you know, going to the symphony, going to musicals, et cetera. And one of the things I committed to doing was um, was climbing, indoor climbing. About five minutes from where I live, there is a gym that is a bouldering gym. So for those of you that don't know what bouldering is, it is climbing without the rope. So we don't climb as high. It's usually about 15 feet. But if you fall, it is a ground fall. And so usually there's crash pads so that you're not landing directly on a hard ground or a hard floor. Um, but it is without a rope. So I took up bouldering and immediately fell in love with it. Couldn't get enough of it. And I still continue to, to love it. And I started posting videos to Instagram that I called launch lessons from um, climbing or from the rock wall. And I thought, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed those. So let's just turn those into a podcast episode. So this this episode is all about launch lessons that I have learned from the rock wall. The first lesson that I have learned, so lesson number one, was all about falling and failing. 
as I said with bouldering and even with um, climbing with a rope, you're going to fall. So whatever hold that you're going to try and hold, uh, grab a hold of, you're you're going to miss. Your your hand's going to slip. Your foot is going to slip, and so you will fall. And so with bouldering, I have learned how to fall and fall often, repeatedly, over and over, every single time I go. It is a guarantee that in one hour-long session, I will have fallen at least 15 times if I'm challenging myself. And so that was the very first thing I had to learn was one, I was going to fall. I was going to miss a hold. I was going to slip, whatever it happened to be. And in doing that, I'm failing. So I'm not making that climb. And I had to understand that that was a given. And the same thing is true in running a business. You are going to fall and you are going to quote unquote fail. But every single time I fall, every single time I quote unquote fail, I learn something. I learned that that hold was too far away or I needed a stronger grip or I needed to hold it in a different way. It's a lesson every single time. So lesson one is understand that you're going to fall and fail and learn from it. Lesson number two is just try it first. Just try it. Here's the thing with climbing. You're standing on the ground and you're looking at this route that you're intending to climb and you see all of the holds and you think that they're a certain way and then you get on the wall and you discover that your perception was completely wrong. So perhaps a hold is farther or closer than you had perceived it. Maybe the hold looked like a certain shape from below, but it's actually a different shape once you're staring right at it. And so the first time I climb a route, um, which in bouldering we call a problem because we have to have our own secret language like we always do, I just go for it. I just try it. Now, as somebody who says to plan, 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 sometimes you just have to try something first because things can look a different way than you expect them, and you just got to get up there and see what happens. So maybe on your first or second launch, you just do it. You just try. You see what happens. You see what feels good, what doesn't feel good, what people respond to, what people don't respond to, how long it needed to be. Etc. Just try it first and gather the data. Once you have that data, so when you're on the rock wall, now you know how far each hold is, let's, um, what the holds are shaped like, you can create a plan. So with bouldering, it's reading the route. We sit down, we look at the wall, we look at the holds, and we create a plan in our head of how we're going to climb it. So our left foot is going to go here, and then our right foot's going to go there while our left hand goes over here, and then we try that. We try the route that we have just created in our head. And in fact, if you if you go to an indoor climbing gym or even you do this outside, you're going to see people standing in front of the wall, and their hands are going to be kind of moving, and they're kind of just staring, and that's what they're doing is they're reading the route, and some of us need to be a little more kinesthetic with that, and so we need to stand in front of it and, and use our hands and visualize that in a uh, body embodied way. So create that plan, and this is why we do this in, in um bouldering, is it's more effective and it's more efficient. If we know where our hand is going to go next, we don't have to sit there and try and decide it. 
And anytime you sit there, you're using your muscles to hold you in place and you're wearing them out. And it's just going to make it harder and harder to get to the top. So when you know where you want to place your hands and where you want to place your feet, you can be more efficient with your energy and your time, and you can more effectively climb that route. And the same is true with your launch. If you have a plan, you can be more efficient and more effective. Now remember, you tried it, you gathered data, you created a plan based on that data, you are more efficient and more effective, and you're going to continue to replicate that process. So I may create a route in my head that I want to try. I do it and I find out, mm, that didn't quite work. If I move my hand here instead and I do it again. And every time I get more effective and I get more efficient. Lesson number four, not every way, everyone's way works for you. So a, a route or a problem in bouldering, there's what we call the beta. And this is a way to climb that route or that problem. Now, we have route setters, and so they have a beta in mind. This is what they're intending for you to do in order to reach the top of this, um, of this climb. But that might not work for you. I routinely, as a five, three and a half person, will watch these men who are six, three, climb a route, and halfway up the wall, they can touch the top with both their hands without any problems. Or they can grab a hold of a hold with their entire hand that only, you know, you know, half my hand can get around. So the way they climb a route, their beta is going to be different from mine because I am built differently than them. And the same is true with your business and your lunch. You are different from your biz bestie. You are different from your coach. You are different from this online influencer that you have been following for years. And so their way of doing a lunch, their way of running a business is not going to fit you. Another lesson I have learned is practice technique. So in the beginning, just climbing, you get better. Just just doing the practice of climbing. But eventually there's going to come a point where you need to fine tune or refine your technique. The way you place your foot on the floor, the way you move your body, the the way you hold on to holds. So there comes a point where you have to practice your technique in order to continue to get better. And the same is true with launching. This could mean doing things like A-B split testing on your email subject lines or fine-tuning the copy on your sales page. These are small tweaks for better results. And you're only going to be able to do those after you have gathered enough data, after you have run enough launches. So don't give up on your first or second launch. Keep going and keep trying. Remember the falling and failing. Lesson number six, warming up. A lot of injuries happen because we didn't properly warm up including warming up our fingers. You actually, I don't know how many of you have ever thought about warming up your fingers, but one of the big things when climbing is learning how to warm up your fingers. So what does this have to do with a launch? Plan ahead. Create a support system. Communicate your needs. Be ready for when you need to put your head down and work. It's all about in the planning and building a support system, and all of that comes into warming up for your launch. 
So when you're hitting the ground running and things pick up and the activity is um, higher and your adrenaline is going, you have warmed up properly and you're not going to find yourself burnt out and never wanting to launch again. Lesson number seven, stop and rest before the pump. So have you ever had your forearms be so pumped up, um, burning so much those muscles um, that your hands start to feel a little numb? Well, that can happen when you're climbing because you're using your forearms a lot during climbing, a lot more than you do in any other area of your life. And if you don't take sufficient breaks, that burn is going to happen a lot faster. And that was one of the things I really needed to learn when it came to climbing. And I also need to learn this when I'm lifting weights is that long breaks are better. You think that you're wasting time, but what it means is that if I take a longer break between each climb or each lift, then I can actually probably get in more lifts or more climbs. It doesn't feel like that. If I were to say to you, you have an hour to climb and you need to take a 10 minute break between each of your your climbs, you're going to think, oh, well, I'm only going to get, you know, do the math, five climbs in, probably four if you, you know, properly warm up. Well, that doesn't seem like very many. So I'm going to rush and I'm going to only do five minutes of breaks or I'm only going to do a couple minutes of breaks. Guess what? Your arms pump up, you start to lose feeling in your hands, and you're 10 minutes into climbing, and you're done. You got two in, and you're already feeling that burn, you're already feeling that pump, and now you have to be done because you can't continue to climb. The same is true with launching. If you don't build in enough breaks, you're going to burn out faster. It may take a little bit longer, by a couple of weeks. It may not, but don't burn yourself out. So build in the breaks, the time to rest. The hardest one for me to learn was that sometimes something is going to take 300 tries. This was so awful. This was awful to learn this for myself. I couldn't handle it. So when I first was bouldering, it was the first couple of weeks, I was asking the manager about a particular problem route because I was stuck. I couldn't figure out how to get from one spot to another. So I was asking for his opinion. And I said, you know, I've tried this like nine times. And he just kind of started laughing. He's a wonderful guy. He was not laughing at me. And he's like, you know, there was a problem that I actually attempted like 297 times before I actually got it. And I thought, oh, dear God, (laughs) please no. But also, like, how often do we commit to trying something 297 times? Failing, quote unquote, failing 296 times before we get it. How often have you tried something in your business 296 times and been okay with the fact that you're going to try it 297 times? This is true with your business. This is true with your launching. Are we trying enough times? Not enough things, but are you giving your launch enough time? Are you trying to launch that program enough times before you give up? up? So 
Those are the lessons I have learned about launching from the rock wall. I would love to know, if you are a climber, what lessons have you learned that you can apply to your business? And if you have another hobby that's not climbing, whether it's lifting weights or um, making pottery, what have you learned from that hobby that you can apply to your business? Don't forget about the quarterly launch planning collective. Head on over to my website at jackiehayes.online um, slash Never mind. Ignore that. You're just going to go to JackieHayes.online. You'll be able to find information there in the menu for how you can get on the wait list or to enroll, depending on when you're listening to this, to the quarterly launch planning collective so that you can get your Q1 launch planned and ready to go before the holiday season hits. Thank you so much for joining me today. Head on over to Instagram to find me and tell me what lessons you have learned from your hobby. Thank you for listening to another episode of Here's What I Learned. You can find the show notes and transcripts at JackieHayes.online backslash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and follow the show. Be sure to find me on Instagram at JackieHayes underscore OBM and let me know what you learned from this episode. Catch you next time on Here's What I Learned.